you join me in prayer? May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable to you, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. As Laura was reading today, uh, the scripture in Spanish, I was imagining Jesus preaching or speaking these words to migrants on the other side of the Darien Gap. Uh, the Darien Gap uh, is this thick wilderness that slices through Panama and Colombia. It's only navigable by fast and dangerous rivers. It's so impenetrable for regular travelers that the Pan American Highway, this highway that goes from Alaska all the way to Argentina, it actually breaks off at the Darien Gap before it starts again on the other side in Colombia. And it's become a highway of last resort for migrants fleeing hopelessness and danger in their own country as they seek asylum in the United States. A quarter million people traversed the gap in 2023. This is a massive increase due to visa changes and the inability to police this area, making it easier for people to get through in that sense. There are migration stations near the river that host these motorized canoes called lanchas, and they will take travelers through the rainforest. Migrants pay guides for their services. $2,000 will take you on the easy route, but a discount of $1,000 per person will take you through the most treacherous waters. Flash floods, animal attacks, insects, illness, all of this can turn this into a de deadly journey, especially for children and people who don't know how to swim. I read a report from Mennonite Central Committee about a worker who was visiting migrants on the other end of this journey, and here's what he wrote. I remember speaking to a group of young men who just arrived at the station who recounted their experiences in a breathless, adrenaline-powered jumble. One was in his socks. His shoes had disappeared. Like many, they'd been told they could make the crossing in a few days. We were able to do it quickly, not that quickly, but faster than some, they said, because we're young and strong. But the children, the pregnant women, and many people who couldn't swim, they shook their heads in disbelief, remembering the water and the muds and the accidents. Their eyes were frantic as they spoke in a rush, everyone at once. I am the good shepherd. I can imagine Jesus speaking these words to the crowds at Lajas Blancas Immigration Center at the other end of this dangerous journey. I can see crowds around Jesus where mothers comfort soaking toddlers, where a sick man is resting on the lap as a friend, where a woman gives her mother the last piece of food that she has for the day. I am the good shepherd. I know my own sheep and they know me. As I was telling the children this morning, sheep are actually really complex and intelligent creatures. And they're very, very vulnerable. Sheep are actually worth a lot of money and they're easily stolen by thieves. They have few defenses and they're vulnerable to predators because of that. Shepherds are the ones who put themselves 
between these dangers and their sheep. Just before Jesus says that he's the good shepherd, he makes another comparison. He says, a hired hand will run when he sees a wolf coming. He will abandon the sheep because they don't belong to him and isn't their shepherd. And I thought about how those words would be heard by migrants as they're counting out money to pay their passage. Another MCC worker talked about that aspect of the Darien Gap. For those who survived the crossing, there are many tasks to attend to before the journey continues. Some need medical attention for injuries and illness, skin and digestive infections, open wounds, dehydration, debilitating blisters, foot injuries. Others need to replace stolen items. And anything they need is available at the station for a price. At one window, they can receive a money transfer through Western Union. At another, they can pay for a phone call or a hot meal. But standing there among them, Jesus speaks a different word. Because their lives matter to him. They aren't merely profit margin in a competitive landscape. They are his, and he is theirs. I am the good shepherd, he says to them. Jesus is invested in them, for them, enough that he is willing to put himself in front of danger and death for them to survive. I'm inviting us to hear these words of Jesus at the Darien Gap because it is Anabaptist World Fellowship Sunday. This is the day in January that is closest to the first recorded Anabaptist baptism in the 16th century. And it's a day when we remember that we're part of a worldwide community. And so each year we turn our attention to one part of our Anabaptist family. This year, we're centering our worship on our siblings in Latin Latin America. And we're remembering that we're all part of the same flock all shepherded by the same Jesus. In today's parable, the distinctions are not between the sheep. There's no good sheep or bad sheep, actually no black sheep or white sheep. (laughs) Instead, there's sheep and there's shepherd. There's us and Jesus. We're actually all in the same boat or the same pen, I guess, as the case may be. We're all made of the same stuff all have the same plight. And that, it turns out, is a radical message. It's a radical message, especially during an election year. We've already, already heard Donald Trump use derogatory and dangerous language to describe our siblings from Latin America. Our U.S. immigration policies continue to keep people out who are seeking asylum. Our foreign policies exacerbate the economic and political conditions that lead people to flee their homes and communities. And then you come here and we learn the truth about ourselves. We're sheep. All of us vulnerable in some way all part of the same community, all of us protected and loved by a good shepherd. There are lots of hired hands 
people who are going to run as soon as danger appears, who lead not with love, but with profit. But there are also sheep communities, people who live out their care for one another through this conviction that they are known and loved by the Good Shepherd. One of those people is Claudia Arroz, who runs the Edda Kitchen in Montero, Bolivia. This kitchen is a part of an organization that provides supplemental learning to children in their community. Listen to how she describes what happens there. We have to observe each one of the children and see what each person needs to grow. Because every person is different and has their own essence. I always consider myself a guide. I am not the person who can give them everything, but I can guide them, she explains. I love working with kids because they absorb so much. They are learning to live better with other people and our worlds. That is my motivation to pass on my knowledge, but also to learn from them. Another sheep community is in Bolivia, and it's fostered and supported by our own Nina and Roberto Balmaceda. It was just a few weeks ago as part of their work with Paz Bolivia, that they organized a workshop on gender violence in the indigenous Guarani community in Pueblo Nuevo. This workshop helped to disrupt a culture of harm towards women and girls in their community. They helped the people there use the Bible and their own stories to develop new narratives about family, to have new visions around what they could be together and to work on conflict resolution skills. And they also worked with women who experienced severe gender violence on rebuilding their self-esteem. When Jesus speaks in today's gospel, he says this, the sheep know my voice. They know my voice. There's um, a video I saw recently where a shepherd is standing against this background of dense, dense fog. It's all you could see, just this gray blanket. And then he begins this call. I'm guessing it's the same call that he's used for years, since the time these sheep were newborn. And slowly out of the fog, just by the sound of his voice, these sheep gather around him. They know my voice, Jesus says. They can hear the difference between the shepherd's voice and other voices, voices that can't be trusted. We hear those voices too, voices that tell us that there isn't enough in this country for everyone. We hear voices who say people who are different or strange or other have no place here among us. Voices that say you are not welcome here. And the reason that we come back here week after week after week is because this is where we listen to hear the voice of the Good Shepherd so you can recognize it and see it when, it's, when you hear it finally. And when we can do that, when we can hear it and recognize the voice of the Good Shepherd, it helps us to find our ways to others who follow that Good Shepherd too. Hearing this voice helps us find our way to those who are cared for and loved by the one who guards us fiercely 
and with love. Amen.